did this ourselves. They're coming. It can't be. Where is everyone? Hello out there, survivors. This is the Apocalypse Postcast, a show for post-apocalypse fans celebrating the end of the world in style. On this episode, we're continuing our Wastelander Stories series, where we hear tales from post-apocalypse festivals and the people who attend them. The real post-apocalypse may not be all fun and games, but at Wasteland Weekend and festivals like it, it sure is. On this series, we share funny or amazing stories of things going wrong or, oh, so right. And there's always some great laughs, and this episode, coming up, is no exception. If you're already a Wastelander, these stories will take you home to the wastes. And if you're not, hopefully they'll inspire you to seek out a few friends for the apocalypse and get yourself a ticket to the next event near you. Atomic Falls in Oklahoma just happened last week, and the pictures look absolutely amazing. And this year is just getting warmed up. The Old Town Festival in Poland... Apox East in Pennsylvania and an all new event in Australia called Pox Eclipse, Pox Eclipse, are all coming up this summer. Oh, and just a heads up, Luna Negra, the one that takes place in Spain, is postponed until 2022. Well, we're about to get this episode started, but real quick, if you guys could do me a solid and leave a review wherever you're listening, especially if it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it would really help the algorithm share this show with more listeners. Anyway, Let's light the fire and pour a cold one as we listen to another round of Wastelander Stories. Hey Survivors, welcome back. You're listening to Wastelander Stories Edition 6. So this Wastelander walks into a bar, part 2. My first guest is the bar manager at one of Wasteland City's oldest establishments, the Last Chance Casino, where they've been serving drinks and terrible odds since 2011. But who knows, you might just get lucky when she's on duty. It's Ladyfingers. Hello, everyone. You may or may not know me. I pretty much never leave the bar um, except to go to the Duke's camp and visit makeshift and my husband's. Hi. And at the Last Chance Casino, uh, you guys pretty much created the bottle cap economy at Wasteland, but you can't just bring any old caps from home. Oh, no. Uh, Ladyfingers, will you tell us how gamblers have to earn their caps for playing on your tables? First things first, you need to walk into my bar. So a wastelander walks into my bar and they have to walk up to my bar and say, hey, uh, how do I get a drink or how do I get caps or really just, you know, be inquisitive of some sort, but you, you have to trade me for something. So you can't get something for nothing. And I give you uh, shitty drinks in exchange for shitty jokes. Then we give you caps based on how shitty your joke is. If it's really crappy, then like, get out, just leave. But um, generally you just come up to the bar. You don't have to be a drinker. You can be a teetotaler and you can still come up and we will give you just the same, you know, crappy drink we're giving everybody else, but it doesn't have booze in it. We're still giving you Gatorade and Kool-Aid mix and pickle juice, uh, but it doesn't have whiskey to like make it somewhat tolerable. So uh, trade me a joke, trade me trinkets, trade me a dirt angel, which we'll get into. Oh, yay. But trade me something. Tell me the best thing that happened to, your, to you today. Uh, tell me a story. Tell me a good joke. Show me your cat on your phone. We'll pretend that it's not a phone. 
trade me something and I will give you caps. Yeah, I think it's so cool. Uh, and also uh, one of the best deals in town. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, my next guest may be the closest thing Wasteland City has to a king. Didn't know we had a king. I thought we were an autonomous collective. And he rules over a pop-up tiki bar where the drinks are all shook up and there's always a little more conversation called Taking Care of Business. He is Wasteland Elvis. <laughs> well, hey there. Yeah, this is uh, Wasteland Elvis. Yeah, that was a pretty good introduction. I don't know what else there is to say. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so your bar is built off the back of the Wasteland Communication Corps, mm. uh, which because they are so um, technologically advanced in that camp, you've got a working phone. Exactly how many prank calls do you get a night? Oh my goodness. I was not told that I would have a working phone. It just showed <laughs> up one day and I get so many prank calls. It's ridiculous. And like people didn't realize it even worked until like I handed it off to someone and they're like, wait, you're not just playing a gag. This actually works. <laughs> I am just learning of this. I love it. You are going to get way more prank calls. Yeah. You got to find the phone that's on the other end. Oh yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, and my third guest for this episode is the proprietor of what just may be Wasteland City's biggest bar by square footage. It's kind of like someone plucked a Wild West saloon with full-on card tables and a working player piano and dropped it like a bomb a stone's throw away from the main stage. And like any good Western bar, the Ragstag Saloon attracts some of the roughest rogues, rascals, and rapscallions around, all served by a man by the name of Whiskey Business. Hello. Hey, how's it going? So yeah, I used to go by the name of Three Wheel because I had, you know, a three-wheeled motorcycle, but uh, I had to sell that in order to finance the saloon. So I'd say that's pretty risky business in and of itself, but, uh, you know, we mostly <laughs> serve whiskey, so it's, it's whiskey business. And, I uh, love it. Yeah. And and we do kind of like a similar thing as uh, as the casino. We actually do um well, I would I would say that the the booze is free, but we have um we have guest uh, guest bartenders. And so in order for them to pour you a drink, you have to barter with them. And each one is different, each one is looking for something different. Uh, mostly we just we don't want to turn people away. But uh, depending on, on how good of a deal you wake, make with them, that's that's the, the level of, of how nice of a drink you get. If you don't have anything, you can get the, uh, the, the punishment drink, which is a shot of Malort. Uh, I don't know if any of you have, have had a shot of Malort. It's, uh, it's, it's like drinking liquid tree sap, pretty much. Uh, it's, it's revolting. Um, it's real gross. Thanks for that. Oh, my. By the way, that was at your saloon. That was me. Did it. Yes. I always have nothing to trade except LCC caps. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Malort sees a spike in sales every year right before Wasteland Weekend. So many bars like to have it as their like uh, their bad drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's just what our drinks are. Just bad all the way around. <laughs> They're just all terrible. All right. So Whiskey, you've been known to go all out on your costumes. And of course, you did it again with your bar. What was the biggest inspiration for the Ragstack? Uh, it was definitely the piano. Everything everything that we did was built around the piano. I, I thought it would be this cool thing um, to bring a piano uh, out to Wasteland. It was not apparently original idea. There's somebody else that does a piano. But I wanted to do like a player piano, that like something that would play in the background, like always as like a cool like ambiance thing. And I wanted definitely wanted to push like the Western post-apocalypse feel, which I think is super cool. So... Um, 
everything kind of was built around that. I I jumped in with the uh, with the death caps that year because I I, I shoulder tapped um, I, I shoulder tapped them because they have they have an, also a western theme, and uh, TJ uh, was pushing for uh, the sheriff of Wasteland City. So it's like, you know, it would be perfect if we did this thing together. And so we just kind of merged and built it from there. And I just kind of piggybacked off of their camp. Um, and yeah, it just kind of st- snowballed from there. So many like wasteland builds happen like that, where, you know, multiple people come together with a couple different ideas and someone's got these resources. Someone has this ability to build and then it just makes something amazing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's kind of how Good Neighbor works. All of Good Neighbor is pretty much just joining resources. The saloon is actually going to be a part of Good Neighbor this coming year. So, Oh, yay. yay. Yeah. Oh, that'll be so fun. Hey, guys, breaking in here real quick, uh, just in case you're confused about what Good Neighbor is. So Wasteland is made up of, there's a themed area, which is Wasteland City. In that themed area, there's a bunch of tribes. And sometimes, in some areas, the tribes get together and they create a themed area within the themed area. So you've heard me talk about, like, Undertown before and the Den. That's this kind of thing. Uh, Good Neighbor is, of course, a little bit Fallout-themed because there was a place called Good Neighbor in Fallout 4. But Good Neighbor at Wasteland is made up of a bunch of tribes that are kind of creating like this uh, city block party welcoming uh, place to go. Uh, And it's definitely Wasteland Weekend's entertainment district. All right, carry on. All right, guys. Well, let's get into the story hour. Um, Ladyfingers is going to start us off with a story from, I believe, the Last Chance Casino Bar. Uh, But it's going to come right after this commercial improvised right now by Wasteland Elvis. Oh, put me on the spot, why don't you? Yep. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, my ad for uh, Take Care of Business, where we uh, take care of business. Uh, come by uh, sometimes if I'm open, if I feel like it, and uh, maybe I'll get you a drink if I feel like it. Taking care of business. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Ladyfingers, you've got the floor. Please tell us your tale. Is it me? Are you waiting for me to talk? (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. So my favorite bar story from the casino is actually from my very first year at Wasteland in 2016. So this Wastelander walks into my bar and he is shiny as a new penny. Just all black, shiny, every, like he is brand freaking new. And... I look at him and I'm like, you are not dirty enough for this place, dude. Like this, oh, no, that is not going to work out. So um, I said, I I don't know why, but the song Earth Angel came into my head. My kind of whole life is based around like a musical soundtrack, right? So I thought of the song Earth Angel and I wanted to tell the guy to drop and give me 20, but I was like, no, no, no. Drop and give me a dirt angel. I need it. So I got up on our rickety old ass like bar built out of two by fours and a prayer. And I was like, give me a dirt angel and I want everybody to sing along and you are going to flop down into the dirt and like it's a snow angel. You're just going to wave your little arms and legs like it's a snow angel. 
and we're going to sing and you can't stop until we're done. I'm going to tell you to roll over. You're going to go on your stomach and you're going to do it. And you're going to get that just like clean outfit covered in wasteland dirt. And so I get up on top of the rickety bar. I wave my arms around like a conductor and dirt angel, dirt angel, will you be mine was born. And that is one of my favorite, favorite bar stories from wasteland my at my bar we also don't have a name so if anyone has a cool name like we are thinking about calling it mama's medicine cabinet after mama um Allie Riker. so if anyone has like some cool names for our bar please shoot them at me wait so that would be for the bar so the last chance casino yeah. bar would now have its own name yeah i think now we're gonna make this an official <laughs> oh, contest shit. so uh Let's set it up in the thread on the Apocalypse Post Facebook page where this video is 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 posted. Let's start to get some ideas listed out. <laughs> A hat full of caps to the winner. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be so fun. Bring your own hat. All right, so I'm breaking in here one more time, guys, because this is gonna be a real thing. The Last Chance Casino is going full steam ahead with this bar naming contest. Of course, the Last Chance Casino is the name of the casino, but their bar needs a name, and you guys are gonna help out with that. So drop your ideas in the comments section of this episode. It's gotta be on YouTube or Facebook. If you're listening to this on a podcasting site, search out at Apocalypse Post. So like facebook.com slash the apocalypse post or youtube.com slash the apocalypse post so we can find it. Use hashtag LCC bar name and the winner will get a hat full of LCC caps at the next Wasteland Weekend event that they're open because I don't think they're opening in 2021. Anyone can win, but you have to be present at Wasteland Weekend to claim your prize. Names will be voted on by LCC members, and heck, I'm going to throw in some Apocalypse Post swag just to go along with it. So get your ideas posted by July 31st, 2021, and we'll announce the winner on a future episode of the Apocalypse Post and, of course, on the LCC Facebook page. So get in your ideas, guys. Wasteland Elvis, I know that your first year at Wasteland, um, you came a little bit clean. Yeah. And how did how did you dirty up? Well, it was pretty funny because like I, I have pictures somewhere of a bright white Elvis costume that I was actually doing a dirty angel in the ground with. Uh, <laughs> somewhere I got to find them. I'll have to post them. And uh, that was my initial attempt, but it wasn't dirty enough. Um, just you know, wandering around for because I, I wander a lot at the event. Like I'm walking back and forth the whole time, just saying hi to people. Yeah. So just wandering around, I got pretty. Stingy, and then, you know, a little uh, sloppy with the drinks and just spilling a little bit on me and just leaving it over the years. So that's that's been uh, my way to get a little uh, messy in the desert. Is that wasteland? Is that um, Elvis costume? Is that dry clean only? You know, what's funny is the more recent I actually have multiple Elvis costumes. And the recent one is actually all paint. Like I actually painted it to make it look like I spilled drinks on myself. Nice. So. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't notice that you changed costumes. So well done as far as like keeping that theme going. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so clear this up because on this show we've had a couple other people tell your story about how you were invited to Wasteland and why you showed up as oh, man, Wasteland really? Elvis. Um, <laughs> so tell it. Tell it the way you know it. Okay. Uh, so the the official story then, huh? Um, yeah. Basically. Um, I, I know another wastelander. He goes by Chops. 
and I've known him outside of Wasteland. And uh, we were at a Halloween party, which, you know, is like right after Wasteland. And he just started telling me about this big party in the desert and how he went as uh, a Mormon missionary that year. And the people just wear like silly costumes and go out. So <laughs> at a Halloween party, I thought it was more like a Halloween themed like event because, uh, you know, it's close to, you know, Halloween. So when I, I didn't do any research, I didn't really like think to like, oh, maybe it's like more of a, a theme thing. Um, so I went and just bought an Elvis costume and I thought, you know, this would be kind of silly because it's like I was a big guy at the time, still kind of a big guy. And uh, this seemed to fit what I could wear. And it'd be just kind of funny to wander around as Elvis in the desert because, you know, it's kind of a Vegas theme. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I came out and, uh, you know, immediately I was just like, Oh no, <laughs> I got this completely wrong. And like, it, it was kind of funny because, like, initially, uh, it, yeah, initially a lot of people like dirty looks. And I was just like a fish out of water because I was like, oh, because I, I actually don't really like go out that much. I, I just happened to be at this, this uh, party that I knew from like people from college. So, like, it, it was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on, but I paid for this ticket. So I guess I'm just going to wander around. And like <laughs> people were just like, there's Elvis. And like, they'd have Elvis sightings. And then like, by the end of the event, people are coming up and like, you're, you're the best part of this event for this week year. <laughs> I was just born. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it was just completely by accident. I just didn't understand what was going on. And you know, now I'm there every year. I love that you took what um, could have been, you know, just a major faux pas and like, and just changed back out of the costume and gotten into something more wastelandy, like from Bartertown. But instead you were like, I'm doubling down. I'm going to be the last Elvis impersonator. I'm dirtying up this costume. And you, you <laughs> did it, man. <laughs> well, part of us, I, I didn't even know about, I didn't know anything. I didn't know about Bartertown. I didn't know that there was options that I could do. I was just like, well, I guess I'm stuck in this costume. So go with it. I love it whiskey business you've got a bit of an opposite problem because all right so for for those of you um well i guess it's audio only for everybody but for but what you can't see is i'm looking at uh whiskey's living room i think and he's got all the decorations from the ragstag saloon in his room so last year or 2019 we had a major dust storm so i'm sure all of that stuff is so dusty how did you get it clean enough to bring into your house or did you just leave it au naturel I, yeah, I'd, uh, I just brought it in. It, uh, I, <laughs> so, so funny thing about the dust storm is that uh, our building was pretty much bulletproof. Uh, we didn't feel any of the wind. Like the um, the chandeliers and lighting was kind of bouncing around. But since we have four by eights in like a perfect square all the way around the building, people actually came to us to get out of the wind, and we barely felt it. And yeah, you guys had. Um, like a two-story metal structure that was fully enclosed. So I guess that's one way to make sure you don't uh, blow away. Yeah, we're we're pretty bulletproof as far as like weather and, and that kind of stuff goes. Although if it rained at Wasteland, we'd probably be in trouble. So, but you know, it's never ra- rained at Wasteland and it probably never will. So I wouldn't worry about it. You knock on wood, sir, because I tell you, the rain god is a... Bigger bitch than the wind god. <laughs> I, I can't imagine it would ever, ever rain. I mean, I think 2017 or 2016, it got really close. It got like dark, like like thunderclouds in the distance sort of a thing. But the wind that. blew it away just like it will every year. So I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, it's never going to rain at Wasteland. You know what else blows me away every Wasteland? War Chief Grimm. 
<laughs> oh, good one. War Chief Grimm blows me away every wasteland. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And with the mention of War Chief Grimm, uh, that begins our War Chief Grimm drinking game for this episode. So cheers. Gulp very loudly, friends. Cheers. What's everybody drinking tonight? Uh, Ladyfingers, you first. PBR, baby. Hand sanitizer. What? <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no. And whiskey business. What's in that cup of yours? I got I got coffee. Just straight oh, cowboy coffee. I, I can chew on it. It's so delicious. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. What about you, Makeshift? In honor of having um, Wasteland Elvis here uh, in his tiki bar, I have a uh, tiki-ish drink. It's, um, it's rum, pineapple, and a little bit of Midori. Ooh, nice. Yummy. Yeah, it is fantastic. Sand sanitizer, chip fancy fruit fruit drink. Oh yeah, we have all ends <laughs> of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, and I think Elvis may die by the end of this recording. <laughs> all right, so next up is going to be a story from Wasteland Elvis and his taking care of business bar. Uh, and that is going to come up right after this commercial, improvised right now by Whiskey Business. Oh, shit. I, I mean... Uh... <laughs> hey, y'all. Come on down to the uh, Rabbit Rat Stack Saloon. Because we got whiskey. We got whiskey in a clean glass sometimes. We got whiskey and Coke. We got whiskey mixed with water. Uh, if you're broke as fuck. And, uh, you know, or, or don't. I don't give a fuck. Um, anyway, yeah, I'll probably see you there. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys happen to have any uh, whiskey at your bar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do, in fact. It's, it's my business. Oh, my God. Okay, Elvis, you've got the floor. Let's hear your tale. <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess my story is kind of... Uh... If you build it, they will come kind of thing. Uh, so basically, the reason why I even built my bar essentially was every year people would come up to me and just give me Elvis stuff, like Elvis like um, postcards, Elvis license plates, Elvis, like anything they found on the side of the road that was Elvis. They were like, I knew you were going to be here. I wanted to give you something. Take this. So I ended up having like several giant boxes full of just Elvis things. I didn't know what to do with it. And then I decided, you know, I'll just build like a, a bar out of it. So um, that's where that kind of came to be. I It was kind of fun because I, I took like all the postcards and like anything that's kind of papery and I put it into like a countertop and I, I, I put um, uh, lacquer over it. I, I think what it's called. I forget what it's called. But like, so it's transparent and uh, people just come and they, you know, look at all the stuff that people gave me. And it's pretty fun for that. And it was funny because uh, it's only been around for like only one wasteland. And like as soon as people realized it was open, because I kind of open it whenever I feel like it, when I, I get tired of wandering around, um, they just like show up and they just see the light and they're like, what is this? Because it's kind of hidden and it's like it's right in the open, but at the same time, it's still hidden. No one knows where it's at unless they happen to wander by. <laughs> um, and they just walk up and they have a seat and they see Elvis there and they're like, this is amazing. And um, I want to talk about uh, one guy that came. Uh, he showed up. Oh, so this wastelander came into my bar. Uh, yes. And he, he just kind of proclaimed that uh, 
it was a crazy un- uncle Willie. He's like, hi, I'm crazy uncle Willie. So he seemed kind of like a cool guy, but like, uh, I started to have regulars that would just show up every time I was open. They would just like, like bees, like flies, I guess. I'm one of them. And yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, cra- crazy uncle Willie, like would always just show up and I was, <laughs> kind of getting a little annoyed that he would just like hover all the time. But like, and I think he picked up on that. Cause like he, he said, you know what? I'm going to do you a solid since you've been so nice to me. I'm going to take all your trash out last day. Whoa. And I was just like, damn. Okay. Uh, if you, if you say so, you know, that is so cool. And um, I, I, I kind of didn't believe him. Cause you know, he was saying it while I was drunk. So I was like, yeah, sure. Here's another drink, you know? Um, and then as I'm packing up, sure enough, he shows up with a giant van. He's like, I'm here for your garbage. And I was like, awesome. Here you go. So he turned out to be like a really cool guy. I got a, a message from him um, recently saying that he's not coming back to Wasteland because he bought a compound in Montana. Oh. So he's moving far away. So I was like, oh, well, it was great to know you, buddy. Crazy Uncle Willie. I'll have to come out to Montana and visit you. And uh, yeah, that's my, my bar story. Oh my gosh. Okay. So for folks that don't know, Wasteland Weekend is, uh, like many festivals, is a pack it in, pack it out festival, um, which means there's no, well, they, they tried last year, last in 2019 to bring out a big dumpster and charge uh, five bucks a bag, which actually worked out. I think that'll continue. But um, for the most part, everyone has to take out your own garbage. Um, and so, you know, after a week, garbage can be um, one, uh, a lot and two pretty stinky. So for someone to take your garbage out for you is actually a pretty amazing That's treat. Huge. Especially if you run a bar. It's oof, the trash. It's a lot. Yeah. So much trash. Cause people feel like, you know, you would take care of their trash. So you end up with like lots of little things that, you know, just yeah. people deciding that's the word it needs to be. So it was really nice of him. I really appreciate it. So if you're listening, Uncle Willie, thank you so much for that. Hi, Uncle Willie. We appreciate you. Yeah, that's so cool. And I know that, you know, we're, we all run tribes. And if you put out a garbage can when people come to visit, it will fill up really fast. Exactly. So, you, so you have to be really careful with your placement because obviously you want people to put their garbage away. But better so is if they just take their garbage back out of their out of your camp with them. So Good Neighbor has the... Uh, the Welcome Center, which is amazing. Every new Wastelander should absolutely stop by the Welcome Center. Um, but they actually have like a big trash and recycling like thing in the very front of their camp specifically for that purpose. And like, bless you, good neighbor, because our trash situation has been so outrageous <laughs> in the, that little corner. So I just want to give a little shout out to like Alyssa and Savage for being amazing and putting that out there. Garbage at Wasteland, man. It's it's its own thing, just like Portos. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, it's the stuff that we have to deal with that uh, becomes more of a joke than anything. But I want to know from each of you guys, has there ever been something left in your camp that was totally not garbage? Like it was the best thing to find the next day? Yeah. I mean, one thing that I was left in my camp was, uh, I believe it was a bribe from the casino for that was meant for another tribe. And someone stopped by and they got drunk and just left it. And uh, I ended up having to hold on to it until I could figure out who, who was supposed to get the bribe. And it sat in the back of my car for like half a year <laughs> until I like met at a random meetup and was like, oh, you're the guy. Well, here's your bribe. Don't leave it at my bar again. That's so funny. What was it? Uh, it was like a, a knapsack full of just bottle caps. Oh, wow. So pretty valuable. Yeah, like a thousand casino caps. Right on. Yeah. 
Awesome. Whiskey business, same question. Yeah, yeah. We found a like a little Ziploc bag. It was full of like cocaine. a little dime bag. Yeah, it was a dime bag of cocaine. Oh wait, of co- really a dime bag? Yeah, actually, yes. Um, okay, I'm gonna do a caveat. Uh, don't do cocaine. Don't bring cocaine. But but pretty awesome that uh, someone left you cocaine. Bravo. I have no idea how I knew it was cocaine. I don't. I don't know. I, I would never just try a random drug somebody found on the ground. But uh, what a special treat. That's what I hear that it was. <laughs> you definitely did not do those drugs. I, I imagine. I imagine it was a treat for somebody. And Lady Fingers, I know somebody definitely left you uh, a gift in your camp. What do you got? Someone left me the gift of stealing a relic. Someone left me that gift to deal with in the morning. Won't name any names. <laughs> it's me. But. <laughs> It's me. Someone left me that gift. Yeah, it is you. Wait, you, no. You're a real jerk. I left you the gift of the empty spot on your shelf. Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. You left me that gift. While you were in charge of the relic and the bar and were supposed to put it away? You know what? Yeah, that's awkward. I don't appreciate, yeah. I don't appreciate your sass <laughs> and your frass. And you can get your ass out here. I don't appreciate it. Thank you. Well, this is probably a good time to remind you that you put me on to stealing the relic the first time. You know what? How dare? I would never. Yeah, we were in no. a we were on a public forum, sir, and I would never. <laughs> I would never. Oh, right. I mean, it, it totally you. wasn't you uh, that Thank that you. told me you that your relic was just sitting there tip. and no one had stolen it yet, and and you were upset about that. You had an anonymous <laughs> tip. Damn it. But sometimes that's how the games work, right? Because we're we're all out there trying to create an atmosphere where people can play, right? Yeah. And if they don't know what the game is, sometimes you have to kind of egg it on a little bit. And so here we are. We're actually doing a huge one this year that's very similar to that, actually. Oh, what's that whiskey? Uh, I actually went out and bought like like a full size, like three foot by three foot safe, like a dial safe. So part of the game is going to be cracking the safe and discovering the treasure within. Oh, that's so good. And uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna set up like a like a beginning of it where people can find the um, the combination numbers and they're gonna be able to actually get inside of it. Like a safe like a safe room. Yes. No, well, oh my gosh. Like an escape room. There's gonna be a safe hidden at the saloon, and people are gonna <laughs> have to be able to find it, and they're gonna have to crack it. And there will be hints and, and, and different things. Are there going to be clues? Yes, there will be. Awesome. Like an escape room. Oh, yay. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so in. Yay. And um, for, for all you guys who Sorry. have never been to Wasteland or if you've been to Wasteland, a lot of tribes have what's called relics or like secret stashes that you are allowed to find. And if you find it, it's yours to keep. Um, and the best way to find out is to actually ask around um, because there there will be plants. The tribes will know to like egg people on in, in a certain direction. Um, so yeah, if, if, you, if you're curious and you're wandering and- It will have a special mark on it. If it does not have the special mark on it, do not steal it. Exactly. Just a heads up. All right. Well, with that, let's get into our final um, major story for today. Uh, it's going to come from Whiskey Business and the Rabid Ragstag Saloon. And of course, it's coming right after this commercial, improvised right now by Lady Fingers. Oh, hello there. Do you need a wing person to help you with the ladies, dudes, anything and everything in between? 
I'm your gal. Come down and see Lady Fingers at the wing person service. I forget even the name of my wing person service, but we're gonna get there eventually. And anyway, <laughs> if you need help, like talking to people or whatever, I'm your gal. And also, the casino is pretty great. Isn't it Wings and Things? Thank you, thank you. Yes, oh, Wings snap, and that's Things. A good name. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, wings and things, wings and things for your for your feathery needs. There we go. All right, I remembered. All right, I might be drunk. <laughs> yes, awesome. Okay, well, uh, whiskey business. You have the floor. Let's hear your story. Okay, so um, as some people know, we actually have uh, guest bartenders. So. Uh, different people come from different tribes and they they work an hour or two and then they get totally random barter that they barter for to serve the drinks um so as it would have it uh a wastelander walks into a saloon he approaches the bar he uh requests a drink and at the time we had two guest bartenders one was trail boss and the other was uh wasteland hefner and this story is about Wasteland Hefner, uh, Peter. So what he actually he and, and this is this is all like I heard this story secondhand from all of the, the major players involved. So uh, he must have poured a really good drink because the person that came to him uh, bartered their Ghoulcrest tie. So Whoa. a little bit of backstory is there is another bar out in the Wasteland that's that's hidden fairly well and it's an exclusive bar. And what you have to do, as at, at least for a few years, was tell this very elaborate and impressive hunting story. And you were then given a an exclusive tie and access to this really swanky bar uh, where they pour excellent drinks. And, uh, and that's the Ghoulcrest Hunting Club. So this Wastelander bartered his tie to Wasteland Hefner for a drink. What? And... After his shift, he immediately goes to the ghoul crest <laughs> with his new tie. He didn't have a tie before. And he said, you know, hey, um, I, ha- I have a tie now. And they let him in. And almost immediately after, there's like a knock on the door at the ghoul crest of this, uh, this, this person. It wasn't the person that lost the tie, but I think it was their partner. And they're like, you know, I, I need to get in and talk to me. Like my my boyfriend lost their tie, so something or something to that to that effect. And you know, the the head of Ghoulcrest, Captain Stranded, he just kind of went with it. He said, you know what? For anyone that has the nerve to trade away their tie, they don't deserve to be in here. So he struck them from his ledger. Never to be allowed into the Ghoulcrest ever again. <laughs> and uh, Wasteland Hefter now has a free pass forever to access this, <laughs> this, you know, this other unique bar. And yeah, and that was that was a, that was an epic barter. I hope whoever traded for their drink was happy with the drink that they got because it was it came at a high price. Wow! Yeah! Wow! And we we did actually hear this from the other side from Captain Stranded in Wastelander Stories 5, Bar Stories 1. Um, so it's really fun to get to hear it from the other side as yeah. well. Because, you know, he <laughs> talked about uh, someone showing up without a tie and they were like, you mean this tie? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's one of the really cool things about uh, Wasteland Weekend is, you know, p- people 
it's it's not a LARP and it's not not a LARP is such a great way to say it because we are all characters there whether you want to be or not. Just by being there, you're part of the story. And these stories take place throughout a city that is a real city. It's a real living, breathing city. So along with that, you have these bars interacting with each other. You have these camps interacting with each other. It's just so fun um, just how big and elaborate things can be like that. I, I have just one more kind of small story that kind of goes into this theme of like how you become part of the story. Yeah. So um, Winter Games is a small satellite wasteland event and children are allowed at Winter Games. And we had one child who was, this is another one of my favorite bar stories. And I'm sorry, I just need to tell it because it's really, really good. So my uh, fiance at the time, Manhands, he is running bar and this little kid comes up to the bar to tell a joke. And he's like, okay, tell me your joke. You know, he's, he's getting like Kool-Aid man jokes and blah, blah, blah. And this little girl comes up and she goes, hey, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? Anyone? Nothing? <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> oh, this girl. <laughs> yes. Yes. This girl is like nine years old. Jake is in tears, cackling. <laughs> and he's like, all right, here, take your take a crap ton of caps and get out of here. Never tell that joke again. And he goes around to everyone at Winter Games and tells them this joke. He goes to this nine-year-old girl, da 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 da, da. So later on that night, <laughs> someone, or no, no, the next morning, sorry, the next morning, I'm like eating chili cheese fries with, a, with friends. And they were like, you'll never guess. So I'm at the, at the poker table and I'm telling this joke about that Cinderella joke. And this little girl pipes up and she goes, excuse me, I'm 11, not nine. How dare you? I love it. Oh, my God. It was so hilarious. I was, oh, my gosh, so good. We still tell that story. Like, oh, my God, it was so funny. That is hilarious. Oh, my God. That's a good one. And that girl is that girl's 11, 11, and she is yes. legend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Now, Ladyfingers, um, your real world husband, Manhands, uh, also goes to Wasteland, but he's not your husband at Wasteland. You have another husband or two at Wasteland. What is the deal with that? Um, I tricked Mongo into marrying me. and Mongo um, of the Dukes of the Nuke. Do- <clears throat> yes, Mongo of the Dukes of the Nuke, who is a tall, beautiful drink of water. Hey, Hubster. Love you. Um <laughs> I tricked him into marrying me <laughs> and, and the clause of our marriage is he can't divorce me until he consummates because the it's not a real marriage until it's been consummated. So uh, it's a win-win for, it's a win-win for me either way. So like if he wants to divorce me, he's got to get down to business. And uh, if he doesn't want to divorce me or doesn't want to consummate the marriage, that's also fine. I get to bring him coffee and he has to carry me around on his shoulders whenever I feel like it. So it's really a win-win. Um, but Kit, the, the wolf of the wasteland, who is 
he's basically he likes to think that he is you know a wolf of wall street but he really just carries around a briefcase of boxed wine which is totally my jam and uh he was like hey mongo's not treating you right um you should marry me and i was like all right i'm just gonna marry the entire uh tribe of the dukes of the nuke so that's my goal and (laughs) y'all better watch it wasteland elvis you're the king Mm -hmm. has anyone proposed to be your queen yet Pros to me? Uh, yeah. Surprisingly, no. Like, Oh, ladies, <laughs> men, the king is available. <gasps> <laughs> if you need a wing person, just, I've got she, well, you. Wait, she has 10 lady fingers, so that makes uh, 10 rings <laughs> available to wear. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and so only two down so far. <laughs> no, three. No, that's right. Three. Oh, wow. Canine, also from the Dukes. You're is, just racking uh, them in, my, aren't you? my spouseling, my, my wifey. We are getting married at Next Wasteland. I proposed. <laughs> I proposed. Oh, oh honey. You're next. Oh, you're my Lord. Um, so, Whiskey Business, uh, you have the largest indoor bar, maybe. as far as I can tell, just by, by my rough estimate, um, which would be a perfect place to host a very large wedding. Has anyone come to you and said, will you host a wedding at your bar yet? Uh, yeah, we actually had a wedding in our bar the first year and uh, I was not in it at the time, really. Um, it just happened. Uh, but it was it was some of the death caps actually. And I, and I forgot was it, exactly um, who. Was it a real world wedding? Like um, an actual couple? Yeah, it was, it was legit. Like their parents showed up with like a cake oh, and wow. oh man, there yes. was a cake and it was a cold oh. cake. Like cold cake with frosting. Oh my god, so so delicious! You guys missed out. Um, But yeah, like we took it was uh, it was during like the middle of the day, so like no, like we didn't get interrupted or anything like that. And yeah, I was off doing something at the time, but I made it for cake. Let me tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so initially the whole idea for the saloon was basically to make like this themed building that could be potentially used as like a public park. So somebody wanted to come enact their thing, come just hang out, come play cards. Like that was kind of the idea is to make, create a blank slate that somebody else could be like, I'll meet you at the saloon or we'll do this thing at the saloon. Or, you know, can we have the saloon for like a certain amount of time so that we can do a thing. And that's kind of the idea of it. And I'd say it's worked pretty well for that. And then in the evenings, we're just kind of open and serving drinks. One of my favorite memories from your bar was uh, when I stole Boss Cap's seat. Um, he's got like this special chair that he brings out and he's very fucking proud of it. And I, you know, I've known, I've known him for almost 20 years and he can suck a fatty in my side. <laughs> anyway, the point is I stole his chair and I have this picture of me just like beat up on the poker table, just in his chair, smoking <laughs> his cigar, like what up? And it cracks me up every time. And that picture is so solid because you guys have such an amazing backdrop. Like, uh, you guys have such a beautiful bar. I bless. It's so beautiful. Thank you for making it. And uh, it's, it's amazing. Anyone who wants to like oh, take nice. pictures in Neil's chair, do it and like tag him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that chair. That was, that was a real comfy chair too. I remember he made a big deal when he brought it in as well. 
<laughs> like right at the poker table. Awesome. And I got to say, all three of your um, establishments are always ridiculously popular. One of the things that we do as as um, Wasteland creators, as tribe leaders, as uh, proprietors of entertainment, um, all we want to do is create a place that people want to like enjoy. Uh, and and that that sure. is really fulfilling for all of us. I mean, when people come to your camp and just want to hang out, it that's the most fulfilling thing, right? Feels so good. Absolutely. So well done uh, for all of you guys for for doing that. And also, I think I've got three people who not only create such uh, wonderful things for people to do at Wasteland, but I think the three of you enjoy Wasteland so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun just to to watch you guys do your thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um it's exhausting. I I've been I've been doing Wasteland for like what since 2011 and, and it's it's time that Wasteland came to me. So that was really <laughs> no. kind of what I did. I, now I just, you know, I I'd like to go out and see Wasteland, but now I just get to sit there in this thing that I built and mm -hmm. like well, I mean, I say I built it, but honestly, I have like a couple of things that I made in there and everything else is like, like somebody else built it. Like we have this cool painting that's like above the piano that, uh, that Nikki Wolf, um, that painted, like we got this, this old, uh, like secondhand store painting that was like on cardboard and she painted like a, like a fallout scene, like over it. And it was just like a landscape painting with some horses. So she painted like extra heads on the horses what? and like a death claw in the background chasing them. It's super cool. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. And so many people like have like just, you know, single and like multiple art pieces in the saloon that it's becoming like this museum of, of art at this point. And it's really like flattering that so many people are excited about That's it. That's so wonderful. All right, guys. Well, we're um, starting to get close to our hard out this evening. Um, I'd like to go around and just have any last thoughts. So let's start with you, Wasteland Elvis. Any last thoughts tonight? Uh, sure. I mean, just to, to tap on what was said earlier, like I kind of built my bar for the same thing. I've, I've been there since 2012. And like I just needed a place where people could come to me. And even the shape of the bar was kind of like U-shaped. I just sit in the middle and everyone's surrounding me. So it's great. Uh, yeah, so it's always fun to just have people come over. Um, looking forward to making up new drinks because, you know, my place is kind of like a cocktail bar. So kind of already planning for what exciting drinks I'm doing next year. So Awesome. All right, Lady Fingers, you're up next. Any last thoughts tonight? Um, I did not build my bar. I came in late. And I just want to give credit where credit is due. Um, the Last Chance Casino has been coming to Wasteland, I believe, since 2011. And I just came on in 2016 and kind of took over because that's what I do. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I love our bar, um, but I definitely did not build it and make it what it is. Uh, big, big, big shout out to Allie Riker, who literally made the bar what it is, made the economy what it is. Like it, Ali is the reason LCC caps exist. Ali is the reason that bar exists. Um, and, you know, Neil. That's boss. Cap. Also like yep. Ambar, uh, Tiffany, Riker, like literally all of my tribe mates are. Yeah. Sorry. Just all of my tribe mates, everyone who is part of the casino and has been part of the casino for longer than me, bless your souls Thank you for building this beautiful thing that I can now run to my specifications. 
<laughs> awesome. Oh, that's so fun. And uh, whiskey business, your last thoughts? Oh, uh, you know, yeah, we're, we're doing a couple of upgrades this year. So like last year, um, it, it was important to have the inside perfect. Like once you go in, you're just fully immersed in this like saloon-like uh, setting. But uh, this year, we're going to focus on it looking cool from the outside and not just look like, I mean, we use pallet racking as the framework. So we're going to try and have it not look like a Costco from the outside. So that that's going to be important. And we're also going to have a disco ball on the inside. So um, thieves, uh, thieves, it's a black stealing disco our ball. ideas. It's a, oh, it's, it's black. black. Okay, that's fine. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's fine. yeah, it's it's dark oh, and wow. gothy. So. awesome well thank you guys so much for playing along tonight i really appreciate it these were some amazing stories and um uh yeah i I can't thank you enough for coming on yeah thanks for thanks for having us thanks for having me thanks makeshift absolutely and thanks to you out there everyone listening along uh all you survivors thanks for checking out the show if this is your first make sure you go back and listen to earlier episodes uh go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast And if you liked today's episode, share it with all your friends. But if you hated it, share it with your enemies with an ice cold beer served in a poisoned mug. Until next time, survivors, drink well and stay alive. Hey, survivors, Makeshift here to remind you that the Apocalypse Post is brought to you in no small way by our Patreon supporters. Join the ranks for early access and exclusive content with support levels now named for fancy Fallout-ridden factions like the $2 per creation Drifter or the $7 Wastelander. Knowing you've got my back has helped me dedicate more time to this channel, spreading love of the post-apocalypse, and less time on stupid real-world stuff. Sign up right now at patreon.com backslash theapocalypsepost.